0: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Now joined by the great Brian Jeffries. Brian, it's funny. I was thinking during the Red Blue game, I generally always think about you this time of the year because you are about to get really, really busy between multiple sports.
1: It's that time of the year, Mike. It's that crossover. It happens twice a year, football to basketball, basketball to baseball. It's just, uh, it's part of you know, part of the job and, and to be honest with you, to give you a little inside look, that's what I do during the summer months in uh, July and August is actually prepare for this. So I did my homework on uh, basketball, some of those early season basketball games back over the summer and do the same thing for baseball, just so you're, you're prepared because football is so intense that you really don't have much time from week to week to, to do anything but football.
0: Speaking of football, um, watching this Arizona team this year, the job that Jed Fish has done, and you get to see this up close, to me is absolutely remarkable. You look at what he inherited, what he came in last year with. Watch, you know, one win last year, obviously. You look at this team this year, and sure, it's far from perfect. But if this year's team were to play last year's team, the notice the difference would be noticeable. So you got to give a real tip of the cap to Jed Fish in one year how he's been able to transform this.
1: Well, he. he referred to last season as year zero and this is year one in uh, his tenure at Arizona. And so really that's what it was all about. Last year was just a chance to get his feet on the ground, get his coaching staff with their feet on the ground, understand what they had and where they needed to go and where they needed to go was to uh, get a new influx of talent. So not only did you have one of the top recruiting classes in the country, but they hit the transfer portal and they hit it hard. And that's something that uh, he's going to continue to do. And it certainly paid off in in year one in his terms in year two obviously as a head coach of the wildcats and because of that influx of new talent uh, and the high quality of that talent and i i think i'll add the high quality to coaching staff they've been able to do a lot of things so far this season that uh, many people probably didn't expect and you know, now they're going to hit the toughest part of the schedule, but just the same, I think they're in a good place.
0: And you've seen, I mean, you, you know this, uh, with recruiting, with bringing in big-name guys, a lot of times it's hit or miss. I mean, we've seen guys that have come in who have been all-world players that just really didn't pan out. What's amazing to me about what Jed Fish has been able to do is, you look at the guys that he was able to bring in. Jaden Delora has been a big hit. Jacob Cowling is putting up record numbers. You look at Tanner McLaughlin at that tight end position. Uh, Hunter Eccles on the defense. You can keep DJ Williams on offense. He, what He really hit the ball out of the park just in the transfer portal alone.
1: Well, I think a couple of things. Number one is uh, you're looking at the quality of the athlete, the quality of the person. You're also, as Jed right. has mentioned, uh, said you're looking at did they come from a winning background? And that can go back to their high school days if they're out of the transfer portal because you want to do that type of research and understand their mentality. And so he has found guys that have a winning background. They understand what it takes, uh, the fact that they want to be in a winning program. And I think that's been a big addition because we've seen it on the field already just in terms of uh, not only you know how they play, but right. I just think the mentality that they play with.
0: Yeah. And then you watch the offense too. And I thought going into the year that the wide receiver core would be a real strength of the team, but this is something that they're really going to be able to, uh, you know, work on throughout the year. Because when you've got Cowing, when you've got Singer, when you've got T-Mac, those are three big time, big time players that not a lot of teams have. And it's kind of weird looking around the conference and saying, does Arizona maybe with SC have the best wide receiving unit in the country or in the conference? Cause I think they probably do.
1: Well, uh, we knew what, cowing was going to bring to the table right. and i think we knew what TMac was going to bring to the table to me dorian singer has been the the best part of that simply because late last season he emerged he didn't play in the first seven games and then the last five games you all of a sudden you open your eyes and say wow this kid's got a great future and so right. he's picked off where he left off but I, I think making him kind of that third guy and i'm not saying in that order but having three quality guys like that, the ability for them to get open is a, a real key. And there's so much emphasis put on the quarterback and, and Jaden Delora has been outstanding so far, but you've got to have receivers that know how to get open and then run with the ball after they, they get it. And, all three of those guys have been tremendous so far.
0: Del- Delora, too, like after the Mississippi State game, um, you know, uh, at the presser, um, Jed Fish said, we're, you know, we're t- we'll talk with him about a time and place to be able to run the football. And you could tell he's taken that to heart because he's obviously got a big arm. But you watch him, the way that he can move around the pocket, the way that he can extend plays is something that's going to be a big problem for opposing defenses, especially now because he's utilizing it.
1: Well, all he has to do is keep the, the defenses honest. Uh, right. you know, he's not going to be a dual-threat quarterback, and that's okay. Right. His last three games, he says positive running yardage, and that's what it's all about because then the defense, they have to account for him. They can't just say, okay, he's a, a drop-back pocket passer, right. and we're never going to see him run with the ball. So, yeah, that's an important thing because when he sees that opening, now he's got the confidence to take it, and, and it's paid off, and I don't think we, we've seen the end of it.
0: One thing that I've always been fascinated by with Arizona fans, and I I, trust me, I I grew up with it, but people look at the schedule and always say, well, you know, well, we can't win these games. We can't win this game. And I bring that up because of the gauntlet that's about to come up. Brian, you've seen it up close. You know, Arizona has their fair share of upset wins to the point where it seems usually that Arizona, as long as they have a decent team, generally gets an upset or two. So I've never really subscribed to that thinking.
1: Well, sure. I think, this team right now has a chance to beat anybody left on their schedule. Now they have to play a a very clean game. And we talked about that a lot on Saturday. If you Mm -hmm. look at Arizona's first five games now in their three wins, they have turned the ball over twice. Right. And they've committed a total of 11 penalties in their, their five, in their three wins so far. And so that's what they need. That's the number one step right there. If they can play a clean game, they've got a chance to beat anybody. If, if they don't, if they turn the ball over too much, If they're over penalized and you look at their two losses this year, they've had six turnovers in their their two losses. They've had 14 penalties in their two losses. That tells you right there where this team needs to be in order to beat teams down the road. Now, they've got to do a lot of other things. Right. Mike. Right. But I think if they if they can take care of those two categories, they're going to be in a position to beat anybody that's uh, left on the table right now. And that includes Oregon.
0: What really strikes me also, too, is just watching the overall strength, the good feelings about the program right now. Everybody on this team, everybody is going in the same direction. There doesn't really seem to be any agendas. And you can tell more so than anything they're embracing being Arizona football players. And it helps when you've got the coach that, you know, again, you see this. He's the first one in. He's the last one out. Nobody's outworking Jed Fish. And I think that's permeated throughout this roster and, honestly, the culture.
1: Well, I go back to last season, Mike, and even though the team was 1 11, I remember going to practice through the second half of the season and walking into the Davis Sports Center thinking, well, you know, this is going right. to be a tough watch. These guys are coming off another loss, et cetera. They never practiced as if they had lost the game, they practiced right. as if they were going to win the next game. And I think that says a lot again about what, you know, they've been, what Jed has been able to instill in the program. And that's carried over to this season now. And they're having more success and so that leads even to a better week of practice but i i've never seen this team hang their heads and i'm talking about last season and this season coming off a, a loss to mississippi state coming off a loss to cal uh, they they haven't approached the next week as if oh okay uh we're losers they've they've had that attitude that we're winners and i think right. that's a really important thing going in uh, because you've got to have belief in yourself and so yes going back to you know what you talked about and that is the the fact that everybody's on the same page everybody feels that they're involved in this uh we, all you have to do is look at the offense we talked about those three wide receivers don't forget their tight end tanner mclaughlin has mm-hmm. been great so far Jaden delora even you know cowings number one in terms of receptions right but that doesn't mean that Jaden delora is just looking for jacob cowing right he he has i think great vision When he sees the field, he's going to find the open man. Jacob has been more open than other guys. That doesn't mean that he's simply looking for him. I think that's just a good example of the fact that they love to spread the wealth.
0: And we've always heard about how, you know, this is the year we're going to use the tight end going back 10, 12 years. This really is the year, though, that we're using the tight end, Brian. And that's, it's just cool to see, especially because McLaughlin, you talk about a great eval from the coaching staff right there. Lightly used, coming here, comes in here, and you can tell they have big plans for him beyond what he's just doing right now.
1: Well, he's a great young man. That's number one. If you ever mm-hmm. get a chance to sit down and talk to him, he's just a, a delight. Uh, he grew up in Canada. Uh, right. always you know dreamed from his days in canadian high school football or secondary in canada that he would actually play at arizona and now right. he is and he's just having the time of his life and it helps when you're very talented but remember jed fish has an nfl background and mm-hmm. tight ends are used strongly when you look at nfl right. teams and so that's just part of the evolution of this uh, this offense and now you got Keon Burnett, a young freshman who I think you're going to see a lot of here over the latter half of the season. He's going to be their next guy up, and uh, that position is is very valuable. It has been so far. It will continue to be going down the road.
0: Something, though, I think people need to give, and I think people are coming around on this now, is the job that Bobby Robbins and the Dave Hickey have done, bringing in Jed Fish, bringing in Tommy Lloyd, because there's two things that really strike me about both these guys. First of all, they really want to be here, and second of all, Brian, They're having fun doing this. It's fun watching these guys interact with their team, interact with their players, and you can see the big vision that they have.
1: You know, it's amazing to me, Mike, when you have coaching openings, and I'm talking about anywhere, not just Mm -hmm. Arizona, but what's the first thing you hear from fans when there's a coaching? We need to get a big-name coach. That's what it's going to take. We've got to have a big-name coach. Well, you hire Jed Fish, not a big name. Look at what he's done. Look at Tommy Lloyd. Again, unless you're a, a, a basketball purist, you probably didn't know Tommy Lloyd's name, Correct. but you go out and hire a good coach. You hire, that's what you do in order to have a successful program. It doesn't matter what program it is. You hire the, the best coach, not the big name coach. And I think two perfect examples right there.
0: I think with Tommy Lloyd too, and switching over to basketball before we let you go, because I know you got a presser. I got to be there too. Um, Tommy Lloyd, you watch him. And the thing that always has struck me about him is he's, uh, happy-go-lucky guy, but there's also a no BS factor. And what I mean by that is, at the first presser last year, he rose uh, raised a lot of eyebrows. And keep in mind, you got to remember the context. Arizona hadn't won a tournament game in four years. He was asked about the team, and two things stuck out to me. He said, I've been around good basketball teams. I know what they look like, You know, implying that this would be a good basketball team. And then he talked about Christian Coloco, and he said, I expect him to be in consideration for the defensive player of the year, which took a lot of people back because – Christian Coloco had played 14 minutes per game. So when Tommy Lloyd says something, you probably should believe it because he's got a pretty good track record at this point.
1: Well, he's a very good teacher of the game. Uh, he knows the strengths and weaknesses of each of his players. Uh, he knows what it's going to take to motivate them to be at their best. And he certainly did it with last year's team. He was able to you know, take the pieces of that uh, puzzle and put it together. And now this year, it's going to be the same thing again, where there's a lot of new faces, but and yet he knows exactly what he has and where they need to go, and I'm really excited to see how this team evolves. I think it's going to take a little while because mm-hmm. you have a different type of team than you did a year ago. But and yet he's been able to bring in some really fantastic talent, both through the transfer portal and also as uh, you know some recruits coming in that are going to pay immediate dividends. I like I said, uh, you know mid January, so this is going to be a team to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of again. Lute Olson's one of the 15 best coaches to ever walk the college basketball sideline. But there's a there's a little bit of the feeling though that you know we're going to lose players, but he's such a good coach. He's going to have guys. He's going to be able to put them in position to be able to succeed. To where even if it's a step back type season, a step back season is real is really much better than almost any other college program could come to expect.
1: Yeah, and I'm not going to even go that far to say it's going to be a step back. I, I just think that he, he has got some unique talents on this team. Mm-hmm. And uh, they love the style of basketball he plays. I go back again to what Kirk Carissa told me before last season. When I asked him, I said, well, tell me you know, what has Tommy Lloyd brought to this program? And he used two words. He said Euroball. <laughs> and, and, and that was a perfect description of the style that they played and that they will play again. Uh, Tommy you know, looks internationally to find great talent. He has brought in some again this season, and that's the style they like to play. And so if you bring a player into the program that fits your style, that learning curve is going to be a lot shorter and a lot quicker.
0: He always Another phrase that he brought up, too, when he was asked last year about the style of play, he said, we're going to run, we're going to spread the court, and he says, I'm not saying that because it's the best way to recruit. He says, I'm saying it because it's the best way to win games. That was another thing, and you watch it last year, and that certainly came to play, and just watching him this year, like you said, I expect them to get up and down the court because he believes that's the best way to win games.
1: Oh, you could just see it in their red-blue game. I mean, I was uh, sitting next to the bench, of course, and Uh uh, hearing him and and Ricky. I mean, every time there was a rebound at that end of the court, all you heard was, go, 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 go. Right. Because that's what they want, push the ball up the court. And now they're getting into full scrimmage uh, workouts right now. And you know that's going to be an emphasis. I remember last year watching some of the early practices saying, wow, I mean, this is like high-speed basketball. And it doesn't happen every game that way. You kind of, uh, you know, you scout and you play it to the the tempo you need to play. It doesn't mean that they're going to push it at that pace, but you know that's what he wants. And uh, again, all you have to do is look at last year's record, and you understand, you know, where they're going. And this year's team's going to have some of that same uh, same capabilities.
0: Right. He's the voice of the Wildcats, Brian Jeffries. Brian, I can't thank you enough. I know you got an action-packed day. Thanks for sneaking a few minutes with us. Really appreciate it. Anytime.
1: Glad to join you, Mike.
0: Okay. That's it. Brian Jeffries, the voice of the Wildcats right there. All right. A couple things. we got a couple of house cleaning notes, and then we're going to get on to uh, some Arizona football and a little bit of Arizona basketball. But first, Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX. This is the place you want to be. You can go there. They have a pregame uh, watch party or they have uh, watch parties for the ASU guys. Um, It's the official brew of PHNX. Again, when you go to uh, the tap and bottle watch parties, which we're going to get to in a minute, they got four peaks right there. Again, best way to support us is by supporting our sponsors. Check out the link in the description. And again, one thing, more furniture, -furniture morfurniture.com. Um, They've totally supplied the office there PHNX. It looks incredibly sharp. Again, morfurniture.com. Check them out. Check the link in the description. Uh, You will not be disappointed. They can help you get all of the best interior design that you possibly want. Okay. Now, let's talk a little bit about what Brian just said right there. A couple things, too. He's talking about the receiving core. He's talking about Jed Fish. Um, Dorian singer is a guy too, that a lot of people thought, I think going into the year that, uh, you know, you knew T-Mac was going to be good. You knew that Jacob Cowling was going to be good, but singer was a player that I think at least has surprised me. I thought that he would maybe be a four or 500 yard type guy. But he's going to be more of a 1,100, 1,200-yard guy. And, you know, everybody knows out there I like comparing stuff. I'm kind of a nerd like that. But I look at this receiving core right now, and I think this is probably the best one since about 98. I mean, that's how good they are, just my amateur opinion. And they're going to be able to hold Arizona into a lot of games. I wanted to talk about Brian, though, for a second here, because this, I think, is the best. Jeffries is the best in the business, hands down. Joy to listen to. Can't wait to hear him call baseball. The best compliment I could give Brian, and I've been listening to Brian, gosh, I mean, 30 years, is that if you go out of town, there's a lot of good commentators, but there's nobody like Brian. There's nobody that has his ability to be able to describe a scene, let it breathe. And to be able to understand exactly the community that's in play right here, um, you know, Brian Brian could easily be he could do anything he wanted. He could be, work for the Yankees. He could work for the you know anybody. He's that he's that guy. And we're just privileged to have him here. Um, again, you know, the term "goat" is thrown around uh, pretty loosely. But Brian is absolutely the goat. And uh, again, it's, you know, it's an absolute privilege to be able to listen to him and be able to get him on here. Um, I wanted to talk now a little bit about the strength of the athletic program here because, you know, Dave Heakey and uh, uh, President Robbins, they got beat up quite a bit for obviously the someone hire didn't work out. And, you know, towards the end of the Sean Miller era, people are saying, you know, what's going on here with basketball. Who's Jed Fish? Who's Tommy Lloyd? But, one thing that Dave told Dave Hickey told me one time is he said, "Listen," he says, first of all, we need to get people that embrace being at the University of Arizona that want to be here and that go about it in a fun way." And that's what happened. You could tell the Jed Fish hire. I thought I had no clue about Jed Fish. I thought that it was a, I don't want to say bizarre. That's too strong of a term, but it it didn't make really much sense to me whatsoever. And you see it now. From the moment that Fish came in here, when he said nobody will out recruit me, or we might lose kids, but we are not going to, we're not going to be out recruited by time. I'm going to put together a staff, and we're going to build this up the right way. And quite frankly, he's built it up the right way. He's been able to do that. And that's why I think that it's important for Arizona fans to get out there because a lot of coaches promise things. A lot of coaches aren't able to deliver on those promises. And so far, Jed uh, Fish has been able to do that, and he's been able to do that in spades. And you look at uh, you look at how he's recruiting, and we'll get to the – actually, we'll get to the recruiting in just a second, but did want to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook app, CodeWord PHNX. All right, here's the deal. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets. That's simple, that easy. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings by 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? And, again, to make things even sweeter, you can throw down stepped-up same-game parlays uh, once per day, punch per game, all season long. I, uh, again, it's simple. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, code word PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show, uh, see show notes for details. And again, we're going to be having a big watch party at Tap and Bottle for the away game uh, coming up here on the 15th. But it's going to be a little bit special right now because Uncle Kev, Kevin Woodman, is going to be making his return to Tucson. Matt Muehlbacher is going to be up there. A couple other people are going to be up there as well. So come join us. It should be an action-packed time. I'm excited to see Kev. And again, tap and Bottle downtown, that's the place to be. All right, um, before we sign off here, though, I just want to say that it's a good time to be an Arizona Wildcat fan. I think back to the 90s. And I grew up in kind of a nostalgic era, or at least for me, because Arizona basketball was one of the top five programs. You had a coach in Dick Tomey who would always win six games or six or seven games, and then defense, or and then every fourth year, you could probably count on a really good team. Uh, Softball was out the out of the world. I feel that, you know, there's, there's a little bit of that sense coming back. It's still a, you know, it's still a work in progress, but the leadership here at the U of A has been next to uh has been incredible right here. All right. Tina says, Mike, any idea what's going on with Arizona softball? Caitlin tweeted a meme of a fan yelling U of A and her staff commented, and retweeted sounds like good news. I don't have any insight on that, but uh, you know, if, uh, Caitlin Lowe certainly showed at the end of the day that um, she is uh she's the person for this job. And, you know, she's going to be here for quite a while. And that's another thing. People that want to be here. Chip Hale wants to be here. Caitlin Lowe wants to be here. Jed Fish wants to be here. Tommy Lloyd wants to be here. That's a big part of everything that we've got going on here. So again, like you said, like I said, always a, uh, a good time. And yes, Tina. Matt, Matt Muehlbach and Kevin Woodman both going to be there. So that's what's, that's going to be a really good time. All right, before we sign off right here, because again, got to get to the presser, but game time, here's the deal. It's the hottest new ticketing site going, and it makes it easier than ever to score uh, stuff on tickets, concerts, you name it, um, shows. We had a guy in the post game show say that he was able to save money and get into a U of a game last second, just because of that. You save 60% on tickets when you buy last minute. It's great for you procrastinators. And again, if you love PHNX, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is buying your uh, tickets through the link in the description. Again, great showing right here, everybody really appreciate you all. And again, as Zona Tucson 93 says, you know, everybody make try to make it out to the game because again, Jed fish isn't uh, throwing out empty promises. He's delivering on it and you, you're watching the, the start of something big right here, but Again, we will be back with you tomorrow. We got Dave Hickey coming up on Wednesday as well, so kind of an action-packed week. But as always, um, I can't thank you enough. You, uh, This has taken off way faster than I thought it would be, and that's because of all of you out there. It truly is a community, and I'm blessed to have so many people that are interacting right here. You guys mean the world to me. We will be back with you tomorrow. You are listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <music>